Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, everybody who's listening. You're too excited to talk, aren't you? We got <laughs> well, a big one. It's a big one today. You know, we always say it's a big one. It's a big one. We've lied every point up until right now. <laughs> exactly that. And I feel like Georgie can take this one because she is the DIY queen. I was going to say, know, Beth doesn't DIY yeah, anything. I'm not that kind of DIY gal, but... You won't even paint your own nails. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole episode is about DIY, so I reckon we just get started. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, please be upstanding and welcome the Unfiltered Bride podcast. Tips from the top table and beyond. So you know it's going to be juicy. episode sponsor today then it is one of our favorites it is richard parsons the gloucestershire magician does anyone remember when i said i hated magic and then i totally changed my mind after seeing rich it's not like the magic that you picture when people say there's a magician at a wedding it's so much more i have worked loads of weddings with rich and obviously had him at my own wedding so i am slightly biased but i just think it's so good it suits all age groups stops guests getting bored breaks the ice and just generally a great addition to a wedding you had it during the drinks reception and it worked really well no offense no one noticed you were gone wow It also works really nicely to fill that gap after the wedding breakfast. The magic I've seen him do is cool. It's like close-up magic. Lots of card tricks, but he's also really funny and gets involved with the guests. Richard Parsons has over 16 years of experience and literally thousands of weddings under his belt. He's also a member of the Magic Circle and despite the name, travels anywhere in the UK. And don't just take our word for it, with over 100 five-star Google reviews, I think he speaks for himself. I would highly recommend checking out his Instagram at Gloss Magician and definitely get in touch soon if you're looking to upgrade your wedding. So, I feel like I can't fully take credit for DIYing and I feel like we can't talk about DIY weddings without bringing on the queen of craft Sarah Davies thank you so much for coming oh I love getting to come into somewhere and being introduced as the queen of craft I mean come on that is like got to be the best accolade ever (laughs) Uh, yeah that's a good one yeah Yeah. take it and run with that you can have that I'm totally taking it um so you were the youngest ever female investor on Dragon's Den But Mm -hmm. tell me how you went from girl in Durham to Dragon's Den Queen. Oh, do you know it's a cracking story? Go on. (laughs) I haven't got a cup of tea. (laughs) Oh, I've got one. (laughs) Um, Right, so people always say to me, how do you get to be on Dragon's Den? It turns out you just ring the BBC and ask if you can be a dragon. Stop it. I kid you not. No, 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 no. BBC are going to be like... Cut no, that out. (laughs) But just ring them up and ask. Yeah, but do you have to be able... Do you have to say... By the way, I'm really successful. Here's my bank account. <laughs> well, actually, believe it or not, I suppose you probably see me and think, oh, she's this super confident person. I wasn't actually confident enough to ring myself. So okay. if I backtrack a little bit, yep. and give you a bit of context. So um, I started my business when I was 21. I started investing in my early 20s and I was Ooh. part of an all-female investment group in the Northeast called Gabriel Investors. That's the kind of investment background. And then I've done TV all my life, but my whole career pretty much, but shopping telly. So there's a oh, huge yes. difference between shopping telly and proper telly. Let's just say, okay. <laughs> but anyway, a friend of mine, we were around, uh, he, was, he was around my house one weekend and we were chatting about it. And we were chatting about how much I loved Dragon's Den. And he said, uh, you would be brilliant on Dragon's Den. Because like, you've got the investment experience, you've got the TV experience. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I totally would. Like, were you I drunk at this love point? No, nope, totally <laughs> sober. But I was like, yeah, I would love that. And he said, well, well, why don't you like apply? And I said, you don't just apply to be on the den. I said, when I'm older, they might spot me. So how old were you at this point? Me. So I was like 32. Okay. 
And I was like, when I'm older? And he's like, whoa, 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 let me stop you there. Why do you have to be older? I said, well, because the dragons are always significantly older than mm-hmm. me. I'm choosing my words really carefully mm-hmm. now. <laughs> they old. any of them are listening. They right? won't listen to the end. Un- <laughs> will they? We'll get them on here. <laughs> so um, I felt like I had to be older. And then maybe the BBC would just find out randomly that I knew about <laughs> investing. And you might just ask me. And he said, this is ridiculous. So... Uh, he said, you should just ring them. And I said, well, you can't just ring them. So lo and behold, that was a Saturday night we had the conversation. Monday morning, he rings the BBC. Now, he didn't just ring the switchboard and ask to speak to somebody. <laughs> he went through the process as though he was applying to be a dragon. Okay. Sorry. As though he was applying to be a contestant. Yeah. Ah, okay. So then when he got through to the researcher, he said, actually, I'm, I'm not really looking to come on the show. I want to tell you all about my friend. She is epic. She would be a brilliant dragon. Why, yeah, yeah, yeah. why have you totally never rang the BBC self. for me? It's like, you know... You're like, a shit, mate. It's like when you ring, get your mum to ring you for the doctors, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Could she just book a smear test, please? <laughs> uh. so, yeah. so when people say to me, how do you become a dragon? Turns up, you just get your mate to ring the BBC and ask. Oh, I actually... God. Can't wait for all the complaints BBC are going to give us now. <laughs> Tell us to stop telling me we just have to ring up. I, I mean, I, I ring did go else. through. You know, there was, there was. Then I got put into a pool. They were. Re- she said, "Your timing's perfect because oh. we're recruiting a female." Jenny Campbell had just stepped down, okay, so they were yeah. recruiting for a female dragon at the time. They were in the interview stage. They kind of shoehorned me into the last minute interviews. So I was in like a group of those twenty or so shortlisted. Got down to the last few, but then when I when I was down when I women come down to London for that screen test, and I was just like. Oh my god, I love this! I love this so much. I want to do this so yeah. badly. I, you know, the thought of being a dragon, and then when it's that close within your grasp, and it's everything I hoped it would be and more. Is it? Uh. Can I ask a really personal question? <gasps> Go on. Do you get to pick your chair? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's if you're Deborah Mead and you do. Okay. It turns out when you're Sarah Davies, you, you don't. don't. You get what however, you're however, I've just finished filming my fifth series, and um. They caught me sitting in Stephen's chair one day, <laughs> and it was just because his is the most comfortable chair. It it's got like a nice hardback on it, and, whatnot. And, and the producer said to me, "She said, what? Like we were all just hanging around in the studio." She said, "Why are you sitting there, not on your own?" I said, "Oh, that chair's terrible. It's a bit low. It's bad for me posture when I've got my heels on. It's no good." <laughs> she said, oh, "Oh, do you like this one?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "Oh, well, we could just give you a different one." I said, now you tell me. Oh, you've five got years in. You just need to ask. You've learned that right, already. That, <laughs> um, so, going away slightly from Dragon's Den, mm-hmm. we want to get more personal with you. Oh. So, you and your husband, from a little bit of research we've done, have been together forever. Forever. Uh, why did it take him so long to propose? Uh, <laughs> you tell me. Usually, so we were a proper childhood sweetheart. He oh. was my first boyfriend. I was his first girlfriend. Oh, all that sort of stuff. So I was 15. Simon was 19. Which right now, four years, doesn't feel like a big deal at all. When you were 15, oh. felt like a pretty big deal. Were your parents all right with that? Do you know, they were because they'd met him. So okay. Simon mm. was the star of the local cricket team. Oh, oh. Simon. <laughs> Simon <laughs> nice Good old family. Simon. <laughs> they approved of his mum and dad and all of that shenanigans or whatever. So hence, when I kind of came home and I, I was kind of like, oh yeah, I've been chatting to this boy. <laughs> they were all right with it. Mm. But it wasn't until I was 19 and I was at uni and one of the lads I was at uni with had started dating a 17-year-old and we had his oh, life. Yeah. We <laughs> ribbed him like you would not believe. And then the penny dropped and I was like, that was, that was me. me but I was 15 oh. so I, you laugh at this he used to have a picture of me in his wallet right oh. <laughs> but it was my school picture oh. 
<laughs> That's gross. That's a criminal. <laughs> and also, school photos are the worst photos no, ever. I've got me fringed on. Oh, okay, they just blow drying me fringed. And I took, it was dead trendy to have your tie not really, really big. So there was this picture of me like grinning with a perfect bob and a fringe with me tie not big. And that was in his wallet for like 10 years. I don't know if that's cute or gross. <laughs> I, like I want to know where that picture is now. Is if it's not in the wallet. <laughs> Him. <laughs> I was usurped by the kids 10 years ago, that was it. <laughs> so did you talk about getting married? Because for people that listen to this regularly, Brian is the producer, he is my husband. I work in the industry. We like Brian. Indeed. We like Brian. Mm, Brian's wait, all right. You don't know how long it took for him to propose. We were together. We've been together for thirteen years. We have a nine-year-old daughter. Brian. I work in the wedding industry, and he only pro- he proposed after ten and a half <gasps> years. Brian, <laughs> we don't like Brian quite we don't as much. Like no. as we did. No. But annoyingly, I was really pleased because then it meant the wedding that we had was like pretty epic. Yeah, it was a good mm-hmm. wedding. But I'm still annoyed. Just FYI. But we, well, did you go on about it a lot? Yes, I did. Okay, and I think that's why I didn't do it. Yeah. I think I just drove him around the bend. <laughs> and and it, it felt like, because I was at school and then, at, you know, sixth form and then was at university, I felt like we'd been dating forever. Yeah. So therefore you should propose. But I suppose, because I was married at 23, so I suppose it was still quite young, really. Yeah. Yeah. Be, so, but but it was, I remember it was the year of my 21st birthday and it was like, we'd have a nice weekend away and my friends would be all like, oh, he's totally going to propose. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and then he wouldn't. And then it was my 21st birthday and they were like, oh, he's totally going to propose. I was like, I know. And then he didn't. Oh. And I felt like it was the, he, he said to us later, he said it was the pressure on him. So basically, I'd, I'd given up hope of him ever getting round to it. And so no longer was this anticipation. And he must have felt like there wasn't the anticipation anymore. And then, so it was totally unexpected when it did nice. come. Tell us how, tell us how. So it was Christmas morning. Cute. And um, and he's never done anything this romantic since. Just an <laughs> <laughs> accurate picture of my husband here, right? Um, and my parents were away, so I was staying over at his house on Christmas Eve. And he, he woke me up at eight o'clock and he was like, um, happy Christmas. And I was like, um, happy Christmas, sweetheart. Um, but it's only eight o'clock, so let's go back to sleep. <laughs> and, he's, and he's there, and I can feel him fidgeting around in bed. And he's oh. like, "Do you want to get up oh. now?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, "Do you want to get up now?" I was like, "No, I told you five minutes ago. We'll have a lie. Like it's Christmas. Let's have a lie in." Anyway, by about half past eight, he was desperate to get up, and he's like, "If you get up, I'll give you one of your presents." I was like, "I'm getting up." I'm getting up. <laughs> And so, um, so I, so I sat bolt upright in bed. Suddenly, r- wide awake. Yes, I'll have presents. And he said, "I've made you a Christmas stocking." Oh. Well, he's never done that <laughs> in like eight years or whatever, and he's never done it since. Let me just okay. tell you, right? So he gave me this Christmas stocking, and blessed. There must have been a woman at his work doing the Avon or something. Because, <laughs> and because it was so cute, I wanted to make a fuss, and he'd individually wrapped everything up in it. So like, then you every- have to pretend to be like, "Oh my God, babe, this is my favorite face cream." That is exactly. <laughs> and rubbing it on my hand going oh that's Smelling lovely that's lovely and then you know open the little chocolates as we go well I get right to the bottom and then there's this tiny little box <gasps> in the bottom and the penny drops and it dawns on me why he wasn't waking up but why he was awake so early and you know why so I was like oh my god so I, so I could feel this box and I'm like pulling it out and it's all wrapped up and I'm unwrapping and so because the, the tears oh. are streamed in my eyes imagine if it wasn't <laughs> and, then, and then I started really thinking nice earrings. if this is a pair of earrings <laughs> I look stupid right now and, and so I was like pull it together pull it together <laughs> by the point by the time I'd finished opening it I got to the box oh he's down on one knee at the side oh. of the bed and I was like 
you're so sweet. I love a proposal story. Beth is Beth is not yet engaged. No. It gets talked about a lot. They've been oh. together a while. I feel like, it, again, it's at that stage. He's like, you keep asking, you keep talking about it. And it's not just me that's talking about it. It's our listeners, my clients, our clients. Everybody. Oh, Everyone. I thought it was bad enough when the parents are all talking about it and one of the pressure that comes with that, let alone all this community yeah. you've got. Yeah. We so. thought that he might propose when they moved into their house. Yep. We uh, moved into our forever home. We were like, I was like, oh, how lovely would that be? No, I know the problem. It's exactly what Simon had. Because everybody's expecting him yeah. to. He's not going to do it. Mm. It's, it's a it's stubborn once thing. the expectation's gone, he'll do it in his own time. Yeah. I got really angry at Brian once because we went to Dubai. And we, we when we first met, we went to Dubai because family lived there and blah, 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 blah. And we'd seen the Dubai fountains and Time to Say Goodbye was playing. And it was the most amazing moment of our whole entire lives. We went back a few years later with our daughter and he was like, we should go out for a date night. And I was like, oh, it's oh happening. my God. <laughs> Hitting my nails. Right. I was ready. And we're going through the Dubai Mall, down the escalators, and I can hear that I can hear the song. And I'm like, no, no way, he's friggin' planned the song <gasps> and everything. Get to the bottom of the escalators, the song, song stops, and he's like, oh, never mind. And I was like, no, 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 like, I don't mind, it's fine, we'll still go, like, I'm, I'm okay with it. When I watched it, and it was like, they every in between every thingy song, there's like an Arabic song, and I was like, it's fine, like, I'm, I'm okay, like, I can make this work, it's like, it's still super romantic. And I'm stood there, and I'm like, <sighs> and he's like, okay, should we go? And I was like, <laughs> Are you Wait, let me let me check your pockets. I was like, are you just, like, are you taking the piss? Because and people are messaging me at this point as well, being like, oh my god, you're into five. It's gonna happen. And the <laughs> plane home, I was. Few, I reckon it took me a good six months to get over that. Mm. Even though he was just like sat there, like, what are you talking about? I was like, are you gonna propose? <laughs> they just don't get it. Do just they don't not? get it. Just don't. They do just not don't realise what a big deal it is. <laughs> Men, huge. I'm giving Brian the eyes. I know. Side it's eye. all right. We're married now. It's happened. And now I'm kind of like, Meh. And then I, my big moan was that we wanted the same surname. Now I can't be bothered to change it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you got engaged. Yes. Tell us about your wedding then. So, it'll be 16 years old. Oh. And um, so, I just started the business. Yeah. So, all so bear in mind, for all these years, I had all of this time on my hands. I could have totally been planning a wedding, <laughs> yeah. right? And you know when you're a little girl and you dream about planning your wedding, it's all you think of. It's all consuming. Then, all of a sudden, I'd started a business and... Compared to running a business, mm. it just pales away into insignificance. Yeah. So all of a sudden, all these grand plans I had, I just didn't have time to see them through. But, but, my best friend was totally up for it. Nice. Totally up for it. Now, I'm married to an accountant. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. One of those. All need to feel for me now. We can't hide the spreadsheets, can we? We can't slip the things it. over well, there. Well, I had a spreadsheet and we had an agreed budget. And the budget was, I was putting 5,000 in my savings, Simon was putting 5,000 in his, his parents were putting 5,000, my parents were putting 5,000. Cute. So we had like 20,000 pounds to spend on the wedding and the honeymoon. Oh. Right? That was the plan, 16 years ago. So 16 years, I'm trying to think of what the, okay, okay. Okay. So I had the spreadsheet and we agreed the budget line for everything. And then I was, with. it was within my power to mm. go off and procure uh suppliers for all of these lines in the budget as long as when I put the quote in on said special box it came up with a red amber green as to whether or not I could proceed without <laughs> authorisation <laughs> you sense where I'm going with this right so I remember I had the red amber green structure my friend bless her went off to every goddamn wedding fair in the northeast. took her. my mum with her took my little sister with her I had like I wanted a casino I wanted uh, bumper cars I wanted all these things at a wedding right she went off and found suppliers and, and we had to put them in the spreadsheet and I can just remember my wedding dress right 
and I had £500 in the budget line for the wedding dress. And in my head, I wanted this amazing wedding dress, but I wasn't sentimental, so I was just going to hire it. So I was like, I want a £3,000 wedding dress or something, but I was just going to hire it. Therefore, it would be about £500. Frugal, I like it. Well, I couldn't find, for Mm. the love of money, where you could find wedding dresses to hire. So next thing, I'm in the shops trying on wedding dresses at the £500 wedding dress, because that's what I could afford in my budget. Yeah. And I remember trying on these dresses and then I was looking, I'm going, what's them ones in the car? Oh, don't try on the ones you can't afford. And they were like, no, 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 we're just going to stick with these ones at the front. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to that bit at the back. I was like, well, can I just try one? And I can remember it was, it was Ian Stewart. Somebody Stewart was the wedding dress designer. I don't even know if he's still going. Uh, Stewart, somebody Stewart. I'm sure it was Ian Stewart. And I tried on one of his dresses. Oh, oh and I felt a million dollars. Did it? To hug you in all and I, the and I, well, it, because it was a size ten dress that they'd pulled around, <laughs> and I felt a million dollars in it. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I, I want one of his dresses. I want one of his dresses." And I looked, and I remember it was two thousand three hundred pounds. And at the time, I was like, "Who spends two thousand mm. pounds? Who spends two thousand three hundred of a twenty thousand pound yeah, budget?" Yeah, that's the problem. You have to get dress. a percentage of the wedding. It's not really the mm-hmm. figure. Mm. It's the how much the of our day. But then the dress is in every single photo. Every, that's what I told myself. <laughs> I told so I worked out, I just launched the business and our product was called, my first product was called the Enveloper and I was still selling little wooden versions of the Enveloper and I made a pound profit on each one. Oh. And I was like, I've got to sell another 1,800 envelopers without Simon knowing. I'll just put in the spreadsheet that I spent 500 on the dress. <laughs> and I've got to sell this many extra envelopers to pay for the window. And that's how I did it. Wow. But I can remember, so obviously in the dress, they put the size 10 dress on you and pull it around. I looked at a million dollars, yeah. right? Then they took all my measurements and made the one to measure. So I went to the wedding dress shop and tried it on three months before the wedding. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, oh my God, I look like a sack of tardies. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely distraught. Oh I was no. like, I've just spent my life savings. Oh. I've, I've, I've totally lied to my husband to be. <laughs> Great way to start but, a marriage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I look like a sack of spuds. And I'm, I'm just going to be distraught. And I'd, I'd then spend a little bit extra on the photographer because I knew I was going to look so good. This is honestly, it snowballs. And then you're like, well, if I'm going to have a vid- photo, I need video. And if I'm going to have a video, I need to have a band so that the video got something to film. Yeah. <laughs> so all of that, I remember saying to the woman in the wedding dress shop, I said, well, this looks lovely, but just so you know, I'm going to go and lose some weight. And so I might have to take it in. And she just smiled and nodded <laughs> like they do. You know? okay, oh, babe. yeah, we've heard this Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I remember, and I literally ate nothing. For like three and a half, I went to the gym every day, and I ate nothing. And I came back, and I was I'd lost like nearly three stones. Stop it! And they had to take they had to take the whole dress apart and <sighs> take in eight inches off. I looked amazing <laughs> that day. I walked down there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I put all the weight back on, you know, over the next year, as you do. Yeah. But Looked amazing the day I walked down the <laughs> I loved it. Worth every single penny. Yeah. Really was. <laughs> so did what was your wedding like? Was it was it marquee? Was it barn? Was yes. it so we got married. We had I had a church wedding Lovely. for the actual wedding. And then we went to a little place in Barnacastle because we wanted to have oh that's the other thing, on my twenty pound well it was actually only a fifteen grand budget because we yeah. budgeted Five grand for the honeymoon. honeymoon. So, fifteen grand wedding budget was only a five hundred pound dress, obviously. So yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. We don't mention that. Um, <laughs> twenty twenty two hundred pound <laughs> wedding. <laughs> That's fine. Shh, shh, shh. I wanted two hundred and fifty guests on the night. No, oh, you're my oh. worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> when someone goes, she's got this budget, um, but I'm going to invite every single person I know. <laughs> we had one hundred and twenty in the day <gasps> and two hundred and fifty on the night, and I wanted it to be the best party anyone had ever been to, and I wanted to choose somewhere where my friends, my mates from uni, could afford to come and drink. 
think. Yeah, yeah. I yes. wasn't bothered. I didn't want it to be this fancy posh place where no one could afford to buy a pint and everyone was sneaking vodka in in their dressing oh, room. Yeah, you know what they're yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> we all know them weddings. Been to plenty of them myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we chose this venue and there was this little farm that had been converted into a hotel. So it was really rustic. It only had 13 rooms there. And I, but I just remember it was so cute. Jersey Farm, by the castle it was. And we got married in the old barn. And it had like a mezzanine. So, I remember so you had a church night. ceremony. Church ceremony. And on the same day. On that day. Yeah. At, at uh, one o'clock. Nice. And then, because I always remember Simon complained that it was clashing with the football. Oh, oh get lost. I, I already <laughs> I'm not had a fan to get, of Simon anymore. <laughs> I already had to get married the weekend after the cricket season. So oh. we didn't have to miss a cricket match. But you, so. did, you did marry him because he was a cricket star. So yeah. Yeah. And he did point out that then all 11 of his mates were wouldn't be able to come okay, to the wedding. Okay, fair. All right. Fair enough. So, Wait, we um, would have saved a bit of budget there. Yeah, I know. Come. <laughs> Could have a bigger dress. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. So, so then we all travelled over. It was in this beautiful big barn. Food was absolutely incredible. And then the big party on the night where I had bumper cars outside. <laughs> the bumper cars came. I, I want to know how much the bumper cars were. How much were the bumper cars back the then? The bumper cars were about two grand. <sighs> So 10% no, that's ten percent. That's a big part yeah. of the but the part. Yeah, part but of I'm wedding, thinking. I don't understand how this budget is stretching for a hundred and twenty person. Oh, I feel like she if fiddled the numbers. Anyone knows how to stretch. The only one I fiddled on was that dress, but I did fiddle on it. Okay, does he <laughs> know now? If, Probably not. Well, let's bank on him not listening. Okay, all right, that's fine. Right. Don't worry, Simon. Click on, scroll let's on through. the Daily Mail doesn't write all about it. I'll show you um, but yes, um, if anyone can stretch a budget, I know how to stretch oh, a nice. budget. Yeah. Don't you worry, pet. Um, <laughs> and I stretched that budget and we accounted for every penny and made every penny count. But yeah, we had the bumper cars, I had a casino nice. going on. And so that proper was fun. It was great because what it meant is, you know when it gets to that point in the night where the lasses just want to get up and dance and the, yeah. the husbands have been miserable gates. You know I like I mean? how you look directly yeah, at Brian looking at Brian. <laughs> they all went up in the casino. A nice, so all yeah. the blokes were quite happy because then they, you know, they are in the casino a bit. The girls are on the dance floor. Everyone goes out, plays on the bumper cars. Nice. It was incredible. Yeah, people really worry about like because our wedding was similar where we had different things in different spaces and people mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I want to keep them all in one room. And I'm like, you don't want to keep them all in one room. You want them all to have fun. And if it means that the guys are going to play casino and the girls are dancing, cool. Everyone's happy. Mm. See you later. They're not dancing, thinking, oh god, there's my miserable husband in the corner. <laughs> giving me the house, <laughs> warm early. Yeah, love it. So. Did you have any wedding dramas? Did you have pressure from parents? Did like do you get on with your mother-in-law? Do you know, I didn't think it was an overly stressful time. Okay. But then I was busy running the business. Mm-hmm. It was my best friend who was organising the wedding. <laughs> we need Sorry. a best friend. Yeah, say, best friend? How stressed was your best friend? <laughs> and all I can remember is it was like a couple of days before the wedding or something. And I'd said to me, I went, oh, get me mum to do that. And our Helen, my sister, went to us, no, we'll, we'll not get me mum to do that because, you know, my mum's, you know, a bit stressed. And I was like, what's my mum stressed about? She's like, the wedding? <laughs> I was like, why is my mum stressed about? It's not at her wedding. You know, Sophie's sorting everything. She's like, you do know my mum's had to go on high blood pressure tablets. <gasps> just the stress in the lead up to the wedding. And I was like, oh, no. Clearly, what? maybe it's just a bit more but stressful the, I, I, than I realised. I think that's good, though. They kept it from you. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good friends People keep it from you. Get The biggest complaint we have from our clients is that everyone puts the pressure onto the couple. Yeah. Like every problem seems their problem. You can't oh, get accommodation. Okay, oh, cool. It's not my problem. You can't get there. Not my problem. Figure it out yourself. Yeah. It's mad. It's good that you didn't, but then it, we, we forget then how much stuff does actually go on parents because mm, we forget yeah. that it's them also showing off. Yes. Their, yes. Their, child, their child coming together and being an adult and stuff like that and actually 
parents are typically the hosts, aren't they? Yeah. Especially if they contributed some money as well. And I felt like we got the balance brilliant because both sets of parents contributed equally. Yes. But they contributed the same as us. So I didn't feel like it was their wedding and they were telling us we're having all of our friends here. Mm. Did they have many friends there? No, they both had a table each. Oh, nice. You have a table with your friends and people who mean the most to you. We'll have a table with our friends and then we'll have family and it all came together perfectly. This is a good... This is like a perfect blueprint mm-hmm. for planning a wedding. Basically, get your mate to do it. Yes. Give your pa- both as a parents a table. There you go. Make sure they pay a quarter. Exactly. So, <laughs> so everybody's equal. Yeah. That was the big thing. Everyone was equal. Cool. And then just spend the budget on the important things. So we blew loads of the budget on the bumper cards. I'll tell you where we save budget. Yeah. Wedding favours. Right? <laughs> yes. So I feel like you need to have a wedding favour on the plate. And also you need to have a name plate. Right? Yeah. So what we did the morning before the wedding... Went to Millie's Cookies. Nice. Nice. We bought 150 Millie's Cookies. Oh. We had 30 spare in case it all went wrong. And I set my sister on piping everybody's name <laughs> onto the Millie's Cookie. When, sorry, wait. What did your sister say to this? Well, she was fine. I remember. She, she always reminds of this. I said, oh, Pet, I'll do this table. Can you do that tip? Pet's a northern phrase, I by see, the way. Yeah. Right, Pet, I'll do this table. Can you do that table? It's got Pat and Rob on. She's like, oh, yeah. I said, Val, yeah, brilliant. Christina, Jonathan. I'm trying to pipe that on a Millie's cookie. Remember? Did it go right around the back as well? <laughs> she, said, she said, Christina, can I put X-Tina? I said, no, it's it's like that. I'd never even met Christina. She was one of Simon's relatives flying out from America. I was like, you can't put bloody ex-Tina. You'll fit Christina. So it took about five cookies of practicing Christina. We ate a lot of Millie's cookies that day. I do feel like that is quite a good job to hand over. But yeah, morning of the wedding, that's... Oh, it was the morning before. Morning before. The morning before. And then we put them into little bags, cellophane bags, and tied the tops so they were airtight. Nice. Perfect the next day. Are there any other big saving tips, budget stretching tips that you did? So we did do everything ourselves. I tell you what I can tell you. My sister got married a few years ago. Mm. And so we all came together to plan her wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she were you like, I'm, in, I'm invested now. I'm, I'm ready right to. In. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. I'm I'll do go. the cookies, don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she wanted the real rustic themed mm. wedding. Yeah, yeah. And she had a little bit more budget than me, but she spent it on a slightly more expensive place. Yeah. Um, but then she wanted everything handmade. Like, she because she... It wasn't just about saving the money. She wanted everyone to come along and feel yes. like we'd made the wedding. That's like you. Yeah. Oh, I I'm everything, opposite. every single thing at our wedding had to have a reason why it was there. Yes. It had to, they had to look at it and go, oh my God, yeah, that's because X, Y, Z. That's, they've done that. Like, whereas Beth is the type of person that will just pay for what looks good. No, no, I'm all about making it. So like, for example, my mum grew tulips. She was getting married in April. So my mum grew all of the tulips so that we could do the centrepieces. Oh, I do love that though. Yeah, that's special. And she wanted garden games. So she had my dad cutting up wooden pallets and building like Jenga and ring toss. That is my only exception. milk bottles. Oh, so just as you've said that, and if your sister does listen, Mm -hmm. Beth hates Hates garden garden games. games. Oh, it's been a whole thing. I don't mind them. But but I did say if they were like made by family, Mm. you said you want them acrylic. They were listen back to the episode. (laughs) If there's meaning behind it, I'm okay with it. Okay. So we got milk (laughs) bottles and sprayed, and I'm saying we because we literally did it. Me and our, me mum and dad and our Helen, we sprayed the milk bottles gold and then made little gold rings to throw. Yeah, Beth likes gold. I'll take the gold. (laughs) Jenga. She made big Jenga, and she made. Was it big though? Yes, it was big. 
Big, yeah, because that was your other ick. My other it's ick like is a medium like, Jenga. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's it's got a giant Jenga, it. and I'm like, it's, it's not. Be <laughs> it's got to be big. Um, so if you were going to do your wedding again now, mm-hmm. what would it be like? Oh, good question. Because I feel like now you're a big time dragon. I feel like you could up the. I feel like you wouldn't have to hide the wedding dress cost any longer. Nah, sh- but you, you do work he's still with in your, the yeah, I was right? going to say, does he? You work together, don't you? We do, yes. Yeah. See, I couldn't hide anything from Brian. He literally no. was in it. Yeah, I know. Simon still doesn't know about them extra 1800 envelopers. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I would do all my same wedding. I would wear the same wedding dress. Would you? I, even though fashions have changed a lot in 16 years, I would wear that exact same wedding dress. I still, to this day, bloody love it. You're going to have to send us a photo of it. And so I'm we can so share pleased it. that I bought it in the end. Yeah. Like I can see me, like maybe he's. Like, if I could get it dyed or something, I could maybe wear it to, like, the BAFTAs one year or something. Yes. Like, I could totally see me doing that, right? Because I love the dress to bits. Um, so, I would wear the same dress. I would totally go back to the same venue. Yeah. And the only thing I would do differently is I would get more involved. So, okay. I feel like I relived my wedding dream through our Helen's wedding a few years ago. Yeah. So, as much as that wedding was her vision for what she wanted, I was like, yep, I'll take on that. I'll sort the signs out. I'll sort you the had time. I'll do it because I had the time yeah. to put in. And I'm, I'm, that's what I miss with my own. She, our Helen looks at that when she's so proud of it. She made the slow gin for the wedding favours and, you know, yeah. everything. And I would, I wish I could have made more of my own wedding. Mm. So I made up by making our Helen's wedding. What would you do this time? What, if you were going to make something? Oh, totally Like, I feel do. like you'd have to have all different chairs. So it's like Dragon's Den chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny that you say this. And I feel like I have a style. And it was that rustic style that my sister had. But I think I only felt that because that was what I was channeled on. Yeah. The wedding show that I've worked on recently, we've done six radically different weddings. And by the end of each one, I felt like, oh my God, that is the style of wedding that I would <laughs> totally have. And I would, because I was in charge of the craft, and I was like, I'm totally going to make all that stuff. So I think I'm probably one of those easily influenced people who totally is whatever I did last is my favourite thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, with what you said that you've, you've seen the six and you're very easily swayed, this is again something we have an issue with is our clients will pick something see something on Instagram, see something on TikTok, see something on Pinterest and be like, do I need to change everything again? How do you kind of keep to that core vision of what you what you want? Because you still said you did all the elements of the, the crafting and the DIY you do again. So that kind of part of it's still there. But the style... Do you know, I don't think I'd take a gold cow and do your two's jobs. <laughs> <laughs> because you're right. I, I always think design is so subjective mm-hmm. and... Dealing with anybody who can change their mind at the drop of the hat must be bad anyway. But dealing with a bride... Say it, say it louder. Yeah. Say it louder. <laughs> Look at the camera when you say this. Dealing with a bride who is like going to change their mind every five minutes. Yeah. But it's not only the bride. Because you're dealing with the bride and then the bloody mother-in-law. Oh, I, remember. Nice. I can remember once, um, and it's years <laughs> before me and Sam were even engaged... I was what I was some for some reason walking down a, a street in York with the mother-in-law and Simon's mum and dad, his dad was there as well, um, and there was a wedding dress in the window and she went, hey, isn't that lovely?" And I was just being all polite. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's lovely." And she went, "Oh, it's going to be really difficult when you get married, isn't it?" Why? And I went, um, "Oh, is it Val?" She went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, because you know, um, I like one style and your mum will like a different style." Uh- and I just thought. 
<laughs> well, you could fuck up. I'm nip that in the bed early. <laughs> but, but I remember thinking, I, th- I thought, you actually think that's okay? That that you are going to have a same what I'm wearing? We need to put this right right now. We need to ask you, because have you got children? Yes. You've got boys, haven't you? I've got two boys, so I'm going to be... You oh, are the mother-in-law. The mother-in-law. You are literally the mother And we were trying to... Because I've got a daughter... <laughs> So I know I'm going to take over my daughter's wedding, but yeah. I feel like it's a bit more allowed because she's the girl. How? What are you going to be like with your boys? Oh, no. I just, I just feel like I am going to work my entire life to be so cool <laughs> that those daughter-in-laws. Or son-in-laws, you never know, but they yeah. are going to love me yeah. and think I am really cool and okay. really trendy, trendy. And then they're going to love my crafting so much that they're going to totally want to embrace it and be like asking me, oh, Sarah, we were hoping you might be able to like Yeah, but what if wedding. they say, oh, we really don't want anything DIY? No, don't say that because that's not going to happen. This might happen. You no. might get a Beth and she'll be like, ew. No, because I'm polite and yeah, I'll be like, yeah, 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 just like- put it in the corner. <laughs> You would not be daughter-in-law material for me. Oh, the dagger in the high. <laughs> Wait, how old are your kids? Six and nine. Yeah, oh, you're glad. glad. <laughs> oh, our daughter's nine. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm okay with a bit of crafty, crafty <laughs> stuff. We'd have you to like, ar- I know we'd have to argue about the wedding. Be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I thought we were having it over our ends. <laughs> like we're down south. Oh. Oh. We'll have to go in the middle. Okay, so <laughs> love scones and scones it's a whole other thing oh, no. oh, let's um, not go there <laughs> could go downhill quickly I was having fun <laughs> um, right we'll do some quick fire wedding right hit me that's. I'll go you go I'll go you go oh, you, okay. haven't, you haven't prepared me for this you don't need to be prepared oh I feel sick you work under pressure right ready band or DJ DJ starter or dessert oh dessert all the way <laughs> oh, I agree. she's my woman or I'd go start and dessert and skip the main course <laughs> oh. do you know what I think I've said Did this on an episode. Starters are banging. Yes. Desserts are banging. Yes. And the main course is kind of like, okay. It's just, just oh, there's some chicken and oh some Oh my veg. God. Maybe we should get married. <gasps> Screw the kids. That'd be good. <laughs> Up north. I, oh, <laughs> I'll think about it. With scones. Okay. <laughs> um, first, oh, actually, no, I'm going to skip off my this or that. Traditions and stuff like that. Did you do a yep. first dance? Did you do speeches? Did you do yes, dad walking yes, down the aisle? Yes. Did you do... <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Did yes. you do a speech? No, because oh. it didn't feel traditional. See, Sarah now yes. would have the confidence to say, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having said that, God, I could talk for England. And so everybody... I'd be your wedding planner in the back being like, wrap it up, babe. Sit down. Yeah, and you just know <laughs> that as soon as I stood up, everybody would roll their eyes and be like, oh, we knew she'd have something to say. <laughs> so actually it was that. And do you know what? That spit. My husband never says anything nice about us to other people. He's always the one who tries to keep your feet on the ground. Yeah. And that wedding speech was just one of the best moments of my life. And I, we've got the wedding video, and I watch it back every year, and I'm like, oh yeah. So it, yeah, I would rather have that moment. Yeah. Than give a speech myself. Mm. Okay, fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what other this or that's are there? Bouquet toss. Yes or no? I did toss the bouquet. If it's a tradition, trust me, I did it. <laughs> did you do the whoa whoa whoa? Did you do the garter? Did he, oh. did he crawl Did he crawl and get it off with his mouth? Oh, no, I didn't. I haven't heard of that. The garter toss? Simon definitely no, did. Did. Yeah. I wore a garter because that was tradition. Okay, I don't no, know there's somewhere the woman sits down and he goes under the dress. In front of everyone. Takes it off. But and then your mum and dad then? Yeah. Watching. And then he, like, it's the same as the bouquet toss, but he'll, like, fling it to the crowd and then oh, the single no. men grab it. That's not right. Vile. That's just not right. <laughs> she was definitely sat on that chair. <laughs> Um, okay, so you mentioned slightly mm-hmm. about this new show. Mm. Tell us. We've, I mean, we've got people in the corner looking at us like, don't tell them too much. 
but tell us tell everything. us everything <laughs> <laughs> ignore them because they can't interrupt anyway sure. <laughs> all i know is Anytime I've told anybody about this show, right? Because so bear in mind, like it's nearly a year since we filmed it. Okay. So I w- I'm not supposed to tell people, but when I would tell them, they would go, oh my God, <gasps> how has that never been on TV before? That is going to be like the best wedding show in the world ever. There's I like think- no, apart from Don't Tell the Bride, there are no wedding shows. But all the, all the other wedding shows, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like they're silly. Yes. They're not actually as if premised let, on reality. As if you'd let him plan a wedding. Yeah. Without without being like, P.S. I want everything orange. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's just it's they're not founded in reality. <laughs> or there's what's that? What's that other one? Married at first sight. Whoa, whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. I know, but it's not. We it's do not love found, married at first sight. But it's not founded in reality. <laughs> oh, but it's also not really about weddings, is it? We no. want we want more wedding. Co- so is yours wedding content heavy? Oh, it is weddings, right? <laughs> so let me tell you. Let me okay. tell you right? <laughs> so the best way I can describe it, right, is it's like The Apprentice. But for wedding planners. No. Right? Wait, Georgie, why aren't you on this? Why aren't I on the show? Well, you tell me why. That's all right, you're on my podcast now. (laughs) So imagine, right? You've got eight would be wedding planners, right? Wait, wait, would be. Well, so some of them are already wedding planners, okay. but some of them, there's, like, there's a celebrant who's wanting oh, to train okay. as a wedding planner. Yeah. Oh. There's a florist who's just wanting to move into wedding planning, okay, right? Okay. Um, there's a dancer that's just changed careers. So there's like, they're not all top of their game wedding planners. There's oh, that's, why, that's why I wasn't on it then. Exactly <laughs> why. Wedding planners, that's exactly right? why. But they're all amazing in their own field. Oh, nice. But who can be, like on The Apprentice, you might be brilliant at selling, but can you do the negotiation? Yeah. So who's like the best? all around and that's what we're trying to find out every week so you've got your eight wedding planners right then every week monday morning we come in to head head office and our head office is based up in glasgow right so they'd come in on monday morning all the wedding planners would be there and you'd meet this week's couple (gasps) so this week's couple come in and they tell you all about their wedding that's happening this saturday that's already i feel sick so it's already booked planned paid for because they've been planning it for years some of these people have been planning for years Years. right so they'll tell you all about their wedding right and our planners have three days and ten thousand pounds to supersize that wedding Shut right? up. So you're operating on a shoestring budget, but you're trying to do something phenomenal, right? And what they do is they split them into two teams. So there's the experienced team, right? Ooh. And then there's the creative team. So the experienced team are all about like the moments. Yes. So when she walks down the aisle. Yes. Right? The I'd nail that side. So all the experienced <laughs> side, right? And Fred Syriax, you know Fred from First Aid. love Fred. Sexy Fred. <laughs> I was trying to explain to Brian how sexy he was, and he, he is, just right. wasn't hearing it. Oh no, he totally is. Right, so you've got you've got sexy Fred is overseeing the experience team, yeah. right? And I oversee the creative team. So Ooh. my team are responsible for the flowers, yeah. the wedding favors, all of the crafting, the backdrops, the look and feel of the everything. We do all the creative side. Okay. Right? So what they do is they split the budget. Half of it goes to experience. Half of it goes to the creative team. Right. They brainstorm all their ideas, pitch them back to the bride and groom, but it's got to be within their theme. Yes. So yeah, yeah, every yeah. week the weddings are so different. Yes. I mean, like, like, I couldn't believe how different they were. What was your, without giving too much away, what, if I said what theme was your favourite theme of wedding? Like, if you were going to go as a guest, what, which one would you have wanted to go to? So I did love the second wedding happened on a farm. Okay. With 93 animals that they <gasps> wanted to be part of the wedding. Oh, I love this. And it had a real festival vibe about it. Okay. There was another one that happened down and they were... Um, 
it was their they were getting married later in life okay and they were into swing dancing i was, thought i was wondering where you're going with that then i was like whoa <laughs> swing dancing <laughs> swing dancing um that was fa- because that was such a different yeah. vibe but all six weddings were so vastly different so they tell you all about the wedding then our wedding planners have to try and come up with like the perfect enhancements to the wedding but bear in mind what we're judging them on is originality creativity yeah. how well they stuck to the brief of the bride and groom uh, uh-huh. we're also looking at sustainability how sustainable they've been and the ideas they've come up with so for example that wedding that was on the farm she didn't want to buy anything she wanted oh. all of the flowers and all things foraged from the local yes. woods and it was how creative they could get around that so it's really great so what they do is they do that and then all of the wedding planners travel down to wherever the venue is, right? Mm. And they start and they've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to pull off what they're doing. And Ooh. every week they get more and more ambitious with their plans. And nearly every week they're there and they're crafting through the night and they're trying to pull ah. things off and they're creating bigger and bigger structures. <laughs> and then we'll give them feedback like, oh, it needs to be more Instagrammable. Oh, oh it's yeah. Be totally mm. pinned. So you just go in and throw, a, throw yes. a bomb in the works. Yeah. And then it. what happens is me and Fred come tottering in on a Friday. <laughs> and we're like, hmm, oh, this is not good, really good enough. And <laughs> you haven't thought of this. And what about that? And oh my word, have you thought about women walking across there in their high heels after they've had a few drinks? Yeah. You've cleaned it up. And we try and point out all of the flaws and what they maybe haven't thought of. I can pretty much guarantee they don't sleep off Friday night because they were trying to do. And wow, they must great. hate you. Well, it's great because on the Saturday morning, there's three judges. There's me and Fred, and the third judge is Raj, who's a wedding planner. Okay, he's like a wedding planner extraordinaire. Raj. So Raj is behind the scenes just screaming at them so he's like their point of their coach mentor he's making them get better and better and better every week at the wedding planning so do people go out each week as well then so Friday we're throwing all the criticism around and Raj is trying <laughs> to pick that. up pieces <laughs> yeah. you're like mic drop I'm Raj out. is just giving tissues out to Be everyone yeah tomorrow. I was going to say quite often Fred's making people cry I'm going around giving them hugs telling them it's going to be okay we have a lot of that it's okay pet it's fine like, Fred stop making them cry he's like but that wasn't good enough you know that's not good enough so we have all of that then Saturday morning me and Fred calm as a cucumber. We get I get fancy dress, lovely, beautiful hat, nice yes. handbag every week, turn up to the wedding, we come as guests. <gasps> Raj is behind the scenes with the planners, we're there as guests. We go and experience the guest experience. Okay. We're looking at all the crafts, we take notes, everything like this, right? We go through the whole day as a guest doing the guest journey. Yeah. You must be milking the wedding food. Do you love it? Are you? But genuinely, are you sick of weddings thing. now? Oh no, no. Can okay. you ever get sick no? Of well, I don't understand it. People are like, "Oh, I've got five weddings this this year," and I'm like, "Okay, they're oh, cool. all so different. Oh, I yeah, and they're so different." Mm. So, and then what they have, which I think is really clever, is they have like a photo booth that goes yeah. to every wedding, but it's a little bit like you know, on I'm a celeb, and you've got that jungle <gasps> cam or the Big Brother, and they go mm. like, yes. it's that, it's right? like the diary room. Yes. So you go in, and the bride and groom go in, loads of the guests, and they'll go in, and they'll be asked to like, "Oh, what did you think of this? What did you think?" So they'll be given their feedback but they do it they set the wedding uh, the photo booth up at like half past nine oh, when so everyone's right. oh I love it when they've had a bit of a drink <laughs> oh yes this is where you get mother-in-law come in yeah. the mother-in-law's always got something to say I can tell you so they'll give all their tidbits so then what happens is 
on the Sunday, we travel back home, everybody has the day off or whatever, and they will look at all the footage from the truth booth. Oh, I love truth it. Truth booth. booth. And then we get time to collect our thoughts. And then Monday morning, we go back in and we basically say, right, going to give you all some feedback. We watch the footage from the truth booth. No. We give them all feedback. One of them gets crowned like head planner for that. Um, not head planner, uh, like top planner for that week. They yes. get a golden invite automatically through to the next wedding. Yes. Then we hand out invitations to everybody else. And of all those <gasps> invitations that get handed out, what? two of them are blank. No. So they all open the cards. No. Some of them have automatically got an invitation. I feel like I feel like people should start doing that for their weddings. Yeah. I'd be like, if you've got a blank one, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but the two blank ones have to step forward and oh, basically no. fight their corner and say why they should come to the next wedding. And then we have to be them really nasty people who then... Like we're break a their dreams say, oh my god who are we going to go with and then we send one home oh the anxiety I'd have of open up a sweating I don't think I'd be able to open an invite they really are like that opening the way I'd be holding up to the light to see if there's like <laughs> anything right in on it do you know what though I, I hate that giving them the criticism yeah after the way you because you want to tell them where they've done well but do you know what I don't think I would have been been as good at it if I hadn't have done Strictly the year before yeah because I feel like every week on Strictly you do your dance and you'd go and the judges would be like oh you did this really well but you could just improve here yeah. And it was given that critique mm-hmm. that you had. and then I the only time I experienced the bottom two I was booted off. So I never f- knew what it felt like to be in the bottom two and to oh. go through again. <laughs> <laughs> but I just could had so much empathy with them. Yeah. I knew and I can remember I would go and speak to them off camera after we'd finish and say, Look, I know that's really difficult, but I'm trying to give you this feedback so that you can get better and come back bigger and better next yeah. week and whatnot. And then you'd Apart see from the them one you come kicked off. With, <laughs> It's just they're still crying that, that, that I really struggled with yeah I bet but giving them feedback and then watching them yeah. grow and flourish mm. as wedding planners as business people because I'm trying to give them business yeah, advice yeah. as well yeah, you know, yeah. you know, and then and then I'm keeping an eye on the budget all oh, the time um, you're not so fiddling it you're not no. fiddling it this time pot don't, kettle black <laughs> word, I hope these people don't listen to this podcast and know that I've fiddled my own wedding budget <laughs> that could be my career in tatters so um, but yes so I did so I did that and, and then check on the budget and nice. I would I would be as telly off if they hadn't spent all of the budget because okay. if they'd gone over it because yeah. I'm like do you know what this money. couple had £10,000 yeah. of the BBC's cash to spend yeah. come on guys you've yeah. got to spend every penny make Get every penny a few Millie's count. cookies on your way in <laughs> you know that's what softens her up <laughs> so i don't know whether you're allowed to tell us oh try me but has there is there anything gone majorly wrong Ooh. or out of the people that are in there is there one that you're like oh they really shouldn't have got i don't know what the researchers were doing with this one <laughs> hell yeah oh. oh hell yeah so um yes i mean <laughs> <laughs> don't look in the corner of the room if you're getting sideways just tell us so I remember like on the first week everything seemed so calm and we came for the Friday walk round and they all seemed to have it together or whatever and I'm thinking oh this is okay little did I know it's all fallen apart behind the scenes <gasps> I think that's like know. every wedding though yeah that is true but it was next level they're all screaming at each oh. other the <gasps> But of course, me and Fred don't see any of this because mm. we're all just out the front with the bride. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, fabulous, right? And then we saw a tiny bit of it when we're trying to like peek behind a curtain <gasps> to check on how one of the turnarounds is going. And I can see the head planner screaming at people. And I was like, <gasps> Fred, oh my God. Uh, look at the drama star. Ooh la la look at the drama <laughs> well, sorry so- where's he from <laughs> Newcastle he sounded like Sebastian <laughs> under the sea so, so that was right. good 
<laughs> I remember by the second week, we came in on the Friday to check on and everyone was crying. And I'm like, <gasps> what's happened? It's like people have had a breakdown because they're all, you know, and it, it's the yeah. pressure. This is, I feel like you have had, you were really lucky with your wedding that you didn't feel, the the amount of drama that comes with weddings yeah. is madness. <gasps> it is yeah. madness. Like, we're not even competing against each other. We go to a wedding and it's still, everyone is like, I don't know, stressed, arguing, like worried. There's so much pressure on that day. You've got all of that. So you've got all of that pressure of that couple. Plus you don't know the couple well because yeah. you've only met them a few days ago. Plus then you've got the fact that they're trying to compete with each other. So yeah. yes, they're trying to do a great wedding, but they're also trying to they've excel in their good. own way. Yeah. They want to make sure that what they've committed to do looks awesome. But then, and it's not like one team wins. So it's not like the experienced mm. team went over the career. It's not like in The Apprentice where one team. Yeah. It's yeah. not that. It's kind of every man for himself, but <sighs> you pull it together as one big team. That, that is like pressure that is like on national though. telly. And if, but it, you, if you don't look good, you don't look good. That's really similar to weddings because as suppliers that go to weddings Beth's main job is to make sure that the decor looks good Mm -hmm. and style it my main job is to make sure the timings and everything's running the cake maker wants to get the so everybody (laughs) is out for themselves but equally trying to make the best wedding ever but there's definitely like a bit of a who's in charge here kind of thing it's very it's more so FYI it's planner (laughs) (laughs) I always win when I need to win I don't doubt that for one minute white carpet the other day and she was like if anybody walks on that white carpet I did not you're lying I've got a photo of the photographer doing the splits over the white carpet because you wouldn't let him stand on it I just I looked at you and I was like get Get him off off that white carpet now and you were like okay okay Okay, no problem just don't (laughs) everything for her her, like Georgie will go what's the main thing what's most important for your wedding for her it was how it looked for that she, bride yeah for that bride she wanted the photo she wanted it all and i was like right the pressure's on me yes like, yeah yeah it definitely is. but um, equally so like she'll be listening to this now yeah it's fine one of the tables collapsed five minutes before she was due into minutes. the wedding breakfast room which so, wasn't on me wasn't no on me. no, no. The, the legs weren't put up don't say that the legs weren't put <laughs> up at the table but i was i was outside about to bring the bride and groom down to come and look in the room for the first time because it was so important to them what it looked like mm-hmm. and then i get a phone call from my other coordinate and she's like stall Stop. stall and I was like, okay, no problem. Okay. And I was like, oh, they're just still taking some photos in here. Let's. Why don't we go and freshen up in the thing? You like, you need a bit more makeup on. <laughs> and at that point, you're trying to pick up smashed glasses. The whole tree that was on the table had fallen down. Like the the pressure because you can't redo it. No. And I, even for the the TV, like it's great that it's a very entertaining TV show for some people are actually getting married. Or it is their wedding. Yeah. And, and if if our anybody ever forgot that, trust me. Oh, they Raj knew. was telling oh. them. Raj was like, I don't care about the cameras. I don't care about this. That's their wedding day. This is going to be perfect. And you can hear, it's only this year big. And you can hear him screaming at everyone. This is because he literally pulls off some of the biggest weddings yeah. in the country. Yeah. And everything has to be perfection and that is what he's got them in pursuit of yeah it's it's one of those isn't it we always say the industry is so so tough for us as wedding planners wedding suppliers and what we do we've got a couple of hours to get it right yes regardless what's happening yeah the pressure is mad and but you absolutely bloody love weddings yeah. And you think halfway through, you're like, why am I doing this job? Why am I doing it? You get to the end, you're like, oh, that's, I why, I do it. It. that's <laughs> why I do it. Do you know what's going to be great for you two, though, right? The rest of the world are going to watch this wedding programme and go, oh, my God, it's really difficult. <laughs> yeah. God, wedding planning is hard. They're going to have an appreciation for just how difficult well, the job I d- is. Well, honestly, I don't think people realise what planning a wedding is like mm-hmm. until you get into it. And you probably, I reckon you get to that sixth month out bit where you're like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. Everybody's asking me questions. Everything's going wrong. I don't know what... The main thing is you don't know what you're doing. 
Like mm. you're going to get married and you might have been to a few weddings, but nobody nobody knows the timings. Like why are we eating dinner at 5 p.m.? That's really weird. Yep. In a wedding, it's not. But it's just until you actually do it, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm biased, but I think everybody needs planners or coordinators to like, this Make is what's happen. normal. Yeah. Um, were any of the couples not happy? <gasps> oh, were they not? Did you ruin not anybody's wedding day? You no. did not ruin anyone's wedding. Woohoo! But let's just say there are a lot of stakeholders to keep happy on every wedding day, isn't there? <sighs> and it is challenging. The drama is going to unfold. I can't isn't it? wait for the drama. Mm. This, this good. Were there any like? Were there any issues aside from filming and aside from there being? Were there any other issues that came up with like other people? Because there's drama at weddings anyway. Whether you're filming and doing a competition or not. You always get a bit of family drama. Yeah. Then, I think. Um, we didn't have any meddling in-laws, so okay. that was a relief. But uh, there were times when we had brides with, you know, specific feelings on what they wanted and sometimes grooms with mm-hmm. specific... And I, t- I don't know about you, but there was no space for the groom having any no. input in my... Like, that was my wedding. He was just an accessory <laughs> coming along on the day. I am all You were lucky that. to be invited. Yes. You just play your part and do what I told. No, I think grooms I are getting way you. more involved now. Yeah, they're definitely. An, they're an, I, the amount of lies I tell to <laughs> the grooms. Like, I'll get a WhatsApp in the bloke, don't mention this, don't mention that, just say yeah, and we're going to change it after. Is mad at the moment. Like it's literally mad. They're like the amount of times they're like, yeah, Georgie, Georgie's free. Georgie comes with Beth. Like just because they don't, they've, they've paid for her out of their own money. Yeah, it's basically the wedding dress saga all over. All over. Little again. I can totally believe that. A couple of hours of overtime when they're, I've paid for it. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> um, do you think you can DIY too much at a wedding? Do you think there's a point where you have to go? I need to let some professionals do this because there's too much. It depends on how your capacity mm. to be able to take stuff on. But how do you know your capacity until, like, say if the you amount of stuff that needs to be always, done on the day... You will always over it. And, and to me, it's the army of people you have with you. Yeah. So mm. if I go back to our Helen's wedding where we, we DIY'd everything, yeah. right? That's fine because there was me mum, there was me. Then she had one of her friends helping me, Auntie Leonard. And I'm assuming she trusted Zealand, you lot. And she trusted yeah. us with the vision. And she's quite laid back okay. as a person, my sister. So she was happy that we knew the vision crack on right whereas i think if if you didn't have all of that support around i wouldn't like to think that as a bride i was diying anything on mm. the morning of my wedding the mm. morning of that wedding is to be enjoyed yes you know everything it's not to be doing the last minute diy and i remember we went and did it all the day before and i think our helen found the day before quite stressful the day before is is one of the best parts of a wedding because it is like you've got your auntie making a cup of tea for everyone yep. you go and I remember our day before I, it was really stressful because you've got a lot to do and yep. everybody's asking you every single question in the world but you then remember that you'll get you you get the benefit of having this day before because mm-hmm. that happens to a lot of people on the morning of so yeah. you imagine if you're one of our couples on the oh. show and you've got eight wedding planners running around the day before oh my God. all trying to compete with each other trying to, to be amazing because they've all tried to do a bigger better structure than someone else did any of them have a fight <clears throat> <laughs> more than once no way like proper because I don't Georgie, I'm sorry if you were on this show. I don't you'd think be I would elbowing done well. people. Yeah. You'd be like, "Get out my way! I am winning." Yeah, but it wouldn't even be the winner. It would be very much like, "I this wedding, I'm a I'm a problem solver. Wedding planners are problem solvers." So you're. Tr- you- I remember on the first episode giving a bit of feedback to one of the planners, and I'm not going to say her name. It's but a the girl. Feedback it's I a gave girl. Was, um, <laughs> there is no <clears throat> in team. Okay. 
and she looked at me like our world was crushed. Oh. But she took that sort of heart and okay. she was the biggest team player okay. over the next few weeks and became an even better version of herself. Okay, all right, okay. The thing is, though, with weddings, none of it can happen on your own, essentially. You need a photographer, you need a videographer, mm-hmm. you yeah. need the caterers, you need the venue, you need the florist, you need the stylist. We all have to work as a team, regardless if we fight each other. I reckon one on of the, the inexperienced people won. Mm. Only because, as a wedding planner, I am, I am, des- I have been built not to work alone because I do work with all the different suppliers, but to to make a decision and run with it. That's yeah. the main plan. That's the main aim of a wedding planner. Is I will pick something with such conviction that I've just made everybody else feel like it was the right decision and go with it, so that we can't fanny around. Like you ain't got time. So I'll give you a couple of not spoilers, but a couple God, of God. bits of my insight. So I picked the winner. On like I, we all we all had a conversation after the first wedding. It was like, who do you think is going to win? I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, it's totally going to be person X, right? Okay. It, she looked like she was going to say a woman then. Yeah, so I, was <laughs> I was so wrong. Oh. That person wasn't even in the final. <gasps> the two that were in the final, I would ne- if you'd said to me they were going to be in the final on week one, I wouldn't have believed you. Oh, right. And it was so close. I left that wedding on the Saturday night. Still not knowing which of them I thought should win. Ooh. That's how close. And we kind of came to loggerheads. Like the three of us judges trying to decide between yeah. us. I mean, it was it was that close. Wow. Do they win anything? Yes. What do they win? Oh what? my god, it's amazing. Oh, so I want it. Should, I don't we, get them on the, should we let them on the podcast? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> the winner gets to be mentored by Raj <sighs> and basically coached and developed it. So the BBC do this amazing package where they build out their branding to launch them big style as a proper full-on wedding planner. Wow. Nice. And then they get coached and mentored by Raj and then introduced into the industry nice. by Raj. With, and I just think having that kudos yeah, is yeah, just yeah. huge. Wow. I do think it is a lot about who you know as well Definitely. once you're in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, we get so many people message and be like, "How do we, I've just done my wedding. The typical thing is, I've just done my wedding. I loved it. How do I get into it? You have to go and work for free. Waitressing yep. weddings. You have to go and shadow a florist. You have to go and do whatever you like. But to get a little shift in the right direction, yep. to have somebody within the industry is Huge. like... That push. Yeah. And also to give you the kudos and the credibility yeah. of you're that good. Yeah, because there isn't really any way of recognising suppliers within the wedding industry. There's not like a... I mean, it's... what We should be... Whatever we say people do. Essentially, yeah, like yeah. If brides are. We mm-hmm. say book this person, they book them. They book it. Yeah, and, yeah. and yep. it's just the kudos behind it. And it's like I remember someone it's recommendations, isn't it? Someone did an event for us for free when we launched the podcast. He left his full time job a couple of weeks yes. later, just off the back of that. Yeah, because but people it's not what you know to, exactly mm. to book suppliers. You need someone to say they are very good. They mm-hmm. will turn up to your wedding, and what they do is great. Because you get one chance, one yep. opportunity to... And also to use your like an on the line. Recommend yeah. someone. You're only as good as the people you recommend. Yeah. Oh, I better stop recommending you, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it was a great money can't buy prize. Yeah, no, definitely. Nice. Um, so what would be your top three tips when it comes to crafting for your wedding? Ooh, right. Okay. I just so. love your accent. Ooh. <laughs> Every time you say something, I'm like at the edge of the table. Yeah. Like. It's so like, endearing, isn't it? You're like, Ooh, tell me more. It's funny that nobody ever asks where I'm from. They're always like, oh, oh geez, yeah. I'm proper northeast, last <laughs> through and through. Um, right. So, firstly, I mean, 
Pinterest is your best friend. Interesting. You know, you're going to, to me, every, and, and it was the same every week. I wanted to know from the wedding planners what did they have on their Pinterest boards, all of this. So so get it all planned out, get your Pinterest board, but be really specific on this is the look I'm going for. Don't try and venture too wide, right? Mm-hmm. I think the second thing I would say is it's okay for it to look a bit homemade or handmade. Okay. Right? That That is okay if you are the sort of personality type who's okay with that. It's a little bit like me, right? <laughs> I know. She did, she, I think she saw the disappointment in my face there. I did. I was like, back at Georgie, it. like, it's okay. I was like... <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Every year when my kids have a birthday, I make the birthday cake. I look up the cake on Pinterest. <laughs> I make the cake. It never quite looks like the one on Pinterest. <laughs> it's a little bit on the wonk. There'll be a burnt bit that I've cut off somewhere. Uh, yeah. I've got with, but... When people turn up, nobody ever goes, oh, my God, where did you get the cake from? <laughs> they all go, oh, my God, oh, you made the cake. cake. <laughs> Yum. But it's always like, oh, my God, that's so amazing that you yeah. made the cake. I think I do think sometimes it's got to be obvious because otherwise <laughs> you'd be like, oh, they must have bought them. Like yes. The thought, the kind of yeah. the sentimental value disappears if it doesn't look. And I just think the beauty of homemade stuff is that you have put your time and yes. love into that. Yes. And so it's... It's almost not as special if it's perfect mm-hmm. because it, it's got to be, it, it, it is just that look of it's homemade and it's perfect. So it's perfect in your eyes. That's Love all that it. matters. right? And nobody leaves a wedding and goes, or nobody leaves a birthday party and goes, it was amazing. Apart from that cake was a bit wonky. Yeah. It just doesn't. <laughs> They're all going to go away and go, oh my God, that was so amazing. Did you see Sarah made the cake? Bless yeah. her. She's not getting any better after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> On my third tip, right? <laughs> You're right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so tight. <laughs> You're so right, though. My cakes are the same as well. <laughs> uh, the third one is be realistic with your ambitions, mm-hmm. right? So that year that I set out to do the three tier cake with with uh, uh, Thor's hammer coming down on the top and Hulk punching through, I had not been realistic. And I spent 12 hours working through the night on that goddamn cake and the cake looked ridiculous. Right? I had been way too overly ambitious right yeah. it's the same with the wedding where i saw the wedding planners go wrong on this show is where they'd been too ambitious for what was achievable yeah. mm-hmm. and to me it's better to aim high but aim high that's achievable yeah. and then over excel mm-hmm. as opposed to embark on something that you're never going to be able to achieve and then everyone's going to look at it and go oh, oh no, they no. went out of time on mm. that didn't they Mm. That's. I'm nice. glad you said that because we have a bit of an issue with Pinterest sometimes because mm-hmm. you look at them. We've talked about it on an episode before where there's styled shoots in weddings, so they are set up. There's a there's a fake bride and groom or a bride and bridegroom group doing a photo shoot, and the wedding cake is outside and it's all perfect. And then that's the Pinterest photos. Mm-hmm. You can't put a cake outside in June. In a in the field with all the farm with all yep. the animals like these are the sort of things where you need to be able to look at Pinterest say this is what I want my wedding to look and feel like mm-hmm. but then head head then over to tip number three of being realistic being with realistic with your ambitions yeah and budget like, yes we have low we have a massive range of budget with couples and that's okay like that's mm-hmm. fine it's it's okay to not have to compare yourself to who got my Sophia Ritchie like yeah. As much as you might want your wedding to look like that, you probably haven't got the same budget that... What's her dad called? Lionel. Lionel. Yeah, your dad ain't no Lionel. So this <laughs> is why you're going to love this show. Okay, I'm Because excited. we're doing everything 
on a budget and they get more and more ambitious every week but they're working with the same budget yeah. so we just show and it's always and the thing is I'll give the little hints and tips on the crafting and Fred gives the hints and tips on the entertainment but it's all about how you can do it yourself save the money yes. do it on a budget and still have something that looks outstanding mm, love it right we end every episode with a bitches from a bride Ooh. so this is where someone will send in a message and we basically just want your opinion are you ready hit me, hit me. I'm getting married in eight weeks and have spent hours DIYing my centrepieces, favours, signs and bouquets, amongst other things. One of my bridesmaids has approached me to let me know that some of the things look a bit cheap and maybe I should put a little bit more budget into the day. Is she looking out for me or just being a bitch? Cheeky cow. (laughs) (laughs) Cheeky cow. But at what point is your friend trying to be nice and being like, oh. No, she's just being bitchy there. (laughs) (laughs) But what if it genuinely looks rubbish? (laughs) Would you want your would you want your sister to come over to you and say, "Pet, <laughs> you've always that's got the accent." Not, on there. Pet, 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 pet. pet. Yeah. That's not quite. That's not quite right. Can we? Do you want I some think, help? I think it's the way you. I think the fact that she said, "I think you should spend a bit more money." She's made it about the money. And yes. The, if she'd said, if that was me, if I was that was my friend, and I was looking, I was saying, "Oh, they're not quite up to scratch." I would say, do you know what? We want the day to be perfect. Mm. I know you've been in a rush. Why don't I take a day off work and I'll come over and help you work on them a bit more? Because if we put a little bit more time into them, we could get them even better. Cute. That is better than going, they're a little bit shit. Spend more money on them. (laughs) (laughs) And we know that's how that conversation went. Literally. (laughs) And I also would question if that person is engaged or married. Because I don't think married people say that. Because no. they know... They know what goes into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on our oh, podcast. Like, we could literally talk about weddings all day, every day. Oh, so yeah, me too. when season two of the show comes out, come back on. Oh, yes. <laughs> or we can come back and do a wrap-up after the season and be like, yes. oh, my word, oh, my what God, did you yeah, think of wedding five? Let's have, yeah. let's have a rundown. After episode one, let's, we'll write down who we think wins. <gasps> okay. Yeah. And then we'll bring it oh, to the table. Oh, you put it in an envelope. And, yeah. Like, yeah. and then we'll give it you and you'll open an empty one and it'll be like, sorry, you're not on the podcast? <laughs> do we need to say when the show is airing yeah when's it out when can we watch so it's going to be starting 8th of August yes. BBC 2 for 6 weeks <gasps> if you're on holiday in August at any point do not worry it's all going to be landed on iPlayer every week as okay. well so you can catch up if you miss a week but trust me you don't want to, you don't want to be more than a couple of days out because it's like everyone's going to be gossiping about it I know it. you don't want to be missing the gossip I can't wait for the drama in the wedding industry for this I, yeah I feel like for us watching it it's going to be a whole other we're going to have our defense on it <sighs> we're going to have to do like a weekly catch up on it yes we'll do that we'll do it we'll do a weekly catch up and then you'll have to come back and we'll just bitch about it all totally amazing I'm very excited I'm just going to clear all of August although as a wedding planner that's not a great thing to do (laughs) 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 weekdays weekdays is fine Um, thank you so much for coming on it's been so nice to have you I totally love your podcast I'm like (laughs) oh my word I'm not even getting married again I don't know other people getting married but I have to listen we love a renewal I reckon how long have you been married? 16. I reckon a 20 a year Simon. one. Nah, don't tell him. Nah, yeah, don't no, tell him. Book a date night and be like, right, turn up. Surprise wedding. You just the accessory. <laughs> he, know, he knows the drill by now. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you. it's been great. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>